Forgotten Liam versus Evil. So I can only assume, since you're now a diehard football fan, that you've heard the exciting, thrilling news today. Today? Yeah. With uh, Wayne Rooney's wife and Jamie Vardy's wife. Do you know I've seen something about this uh, in the in the paper or, or whatever, and, or in, on social media, and I, I, I didn't read this story. I, I didn't, couldn't, didn't quite follow it. Like, well, don't worry, I've read, it for is, it. I've read it for you. Right, go tell me, tell me about it, tell me about it. So it's the, it's the number one story on BBC News right now, which considering, really? considering what's actually happening in the world, <laughs> that is a yeah. horrifying fucking realization. Wayne Rooney's wife, Colleen mm-hmm. Rooney. Yes. I'm quite surprised she's actually still with him because I'm pretty sure he's been knobbing things left, right, and centre. Well, when when he brings in like twenty million a week, he you know, he's saying that's allowed. I'm not saying that's why she stays with him, but you know that's a good reason to stay with him. Oh, I thought you meant like, well, if you're bringing in twenty million a week, then you can just knob what you want, which no. technically <laughs> you, you probably could. Yeah, well. <laughs> so she thinks that somebody's been selling all our stories, like her Instagram or private shit. To the paper. Uh-huh. So for the past five months, she's been just leaking wee stories on Instagram and only directing them to one person or a couple of people. And she's now got to the bottom of who it is that's selling the story. And at the very bottom, she puts it's Rebecca Vardy's account, and Twitter has went half its tits. And then Rebecca Vardy commented saying, "Oh, you can phone me, like, or oh, you can let me know you thought this because." loads of people have access to my Instagram and it's definitely not me and I'm also heavily pregnant which just sounds like I, I it's totally me I wish you'd tell me that you were on to me so I would stop and I'm heavily pregnant so don't be nasty and Twitter I think her name on the BBC News it says in the first hour her name had been mentioned 50,000 times fuck's sake <laughs> and the amount of Scooby-Doo memes of the gang uncovering a ghost and it's Rebecca Vardy is insane I fucking love the internet just for this <laughs> But how 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 awful is that? That that is the most read story in BBC News. Oh, it's that's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. But if you think about how crazy a celebrity is as well, there was something I was watching not that long ago. Forget exactly what it was, but this celebrity was going to post. I think it was it was the uh, the girl from Little Mix. I watched her documentary with Lauren, the the one that she was trolled and bullied and stuff, which is yeah. obviously again powerful documentary, terrible thing that the internet is basically full of trolls, everybody's a dick, but she posted... Cool. The, you've covered yourself well there. Yeah, he, she posted the, the, the Instagram post of saying how, like, this is a picture of old Jesse that um, I thought I loved, but it turned out that I ended up hating because trolls made me hate myself, basically. And she literally posted it, and then, like, 30 seconds later, oh, 150 likes already? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that's literally instantly. Now, I get it. Like, people over the world are constantly on, on Instagram at any one time so if you just happen to see it boom 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 you get the likes but do you imagine do you imagine being that famous that you post something and then you literally need to just then disengage from all the notifications because you cannot keep track of them all yeah imagine being that much a bitch you're selling your pal's stories through paper and then there's 50,000 memes of you getting uncovered by the Scooby-Doo gang <laughs> oh I mean she's she's only famous I mean so is Colleen Rooney to be fair only famous because they're the men are good at kicking a ball about a field, right? Uh, Rebecca Vardy went into Celebrity Big Brother, I'm sure, at one point. And uh, that's, again, 
the only reason she's famous. Now what she's just Elena. I was like, who who do you believe? And she went, Oh, everybody hates Rebecca Vardy, like all the other wags. I was like, What the fuck's a wag? And then she explained as like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. a wife and girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently they all hate her. And I was like, they're just gonna release a new series of footballers' wives, and this is just all hype, and we're all buying into it, and we're all sharing the name and spreading it about, and then when the new series comes, we'll all be excited. I say this is all a ploy. But it's maybe no a ploy. But you heard it here first, it might be a ploy. I wonder how much money you get for selling a story about some fucking shit. I mean, what, even with the stories, even with other she, stories, I don't... She leaked... I think they mentioned three stories. She leaked one about them going to Mexico to look for some sort of gender... gender testing for kids. Like, maybe, I don't know if she's pregnant or some shit. And they're going to Mexico for some sort of gender stuff. I never read the story that accurately. What, testing, uh, testing the gender of unborn kids? Or I don't know. Picking I, I the gender seen, of unborn kids or testing the gender for the kids she's already got? i just seen gender in Mexico and it's either that or they're a way to find Wayne Rooney a new girlfriend. I know, a new old prosy. Uh, and something about a flood in a basement and there was some other story and apparently she only put <laughs> up the stories and only Rebecca could see it. A flood <laughs> in a basement? Who gives a fuck? Well, the, son, the son obviously thought loads of folk kids because it fucking printed the story. Who cares? <laughs> Honestly, who actually... Do you know what? That is, that is the worst point that people actually care. That's that's worse than the fact that celebrities, influencers and, and wags are celebrities and influencers get paid fucking shits, tons of money and YouTubers are a real thing. The fact that people care about this nonsense, that's worse. That's worse than anybody getting paid for it because you get paid for it, then fair enough, go for it, do it. See if you care about this bullshit. You're to blame. The fact that we just get six minutes of an intro out of that story <laughs> <laughs> is the upsetting thing. Welcome to Scott and Liam vs. Evil, episode 110. I'm Liam. And I am Scott. And we are both on the side of Colleen Rooney. <laughs> just in case you're wondering, because yeah. obviously this has got to be big news for the next week. Easy. Yeah, I would believe it. I can't wait to hear what Wayne Rooney and Jamie Vardy say. Like maybe they'll fight. Maybe they'll fight over the the honour of their wives. I think at this point Wayne Rooney's just trying to always just keep his head in the sand. He's just like, ah, do you know what? I don't need any of this shit. <laughs> it's only it's only another couple of months before I fuck up by you know taking somebody home after a night out. So I need to. <laughs> I can't be dealing with this tonight. So this week is because it's on a ten. We've now made this a thing. Well, I've made it a thing. I don't mm. know if Scott's. No, okay I'm, I'm, with I'm, it. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. <laughs> uh, where it's the listener choice. So the listeners on Facebook group and Flick and Instagram. Uh, yeah, so over the social medias, we gave people the choice to suggest movies and then we collated those movies into a poll that only ran on Facebook. And the winner of that poll was The Faculty from 1998. Uh, a lot of people seem to get a lot of love. In the group, mm. I have kept my cards quite close to my chest with how I feel about this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you reveal how you felt about it? Um, I don't think I did. I had to buy it because what that was one of the stipulations for suggestions that had to be streaming somewhere so that not only it was easy for us to watch, it was easy for all the listeners to watch as well because I think everybody's now got some form of streaming service. If you don't have them all, you've definitely got at least one. Um, this movie is not on any streaming services. However, I am assured that it, it was on recently on Amazon Prime and they have just recently taken it off. So anyway, I had to buy it um, on Amazon. Yeah? Amazon take it off their streaming sites, I need to buy it off their website. So I got it anyway, <laughs> Blu-ray. So it's quite good to own. 
you played right into Amazon's hands. I did, there. I did. I fucking, do you know what? I hate it. I'm the problem. I'm part of the problem. I bet, you, I bet you Ryan McCartney fucking works for Amazon. He probably that's does. Why, that's why he suggested, that's why he broke the rules and suggested this. However, maybe I'm glad he suggested it. Maybe I'm not. We'll find out after the trailer. No more pencils, no more books, no more teachers' dirty looks. The students at Harrington High have always suspected their teachers were from another planet. Is this going to be on the test? This is the test. This time, they're right. Now, these six students won't just question authority. They'll have to destroy it. Critics are calling it hip and scary. A thrilling ride from beginning to end. The faculty. Please report to the principal's office. So the synopsis for the faculty is Students suspect that their teachers are aliens after bizarre occurrences. It's directed by Robert Rodriguez. It stars... Who does it not star? It stars Josh yeah, Hartnett. Yeah, fucking damn right, right? <laughs> it stars Usher uh, yeah. in his first ever movie role and what should have been his last because he is fucking awful. Uh, Famke Janssen, Claire Duval, Laura Harris. Uh, who else is in it? Sam Hayek's in it. Elijah Woods. Robert Patrick. Uh, Robert Patrick, John Stewart. Jordana Brewster. This, this movie, man. Uh, so, the faculty... Fraser's wife. Fraser's wife? Yeah. Oh, as in from Fraser and not his real wife? Oh, yeah, as in from Fraser, yeah. Mind he cheated on his real wife? Yeah, he's a really big feet as well. <laughs> I always noticed that. See, when, when Fraser used to kick about in uh, trackies and a pair of trainers, those trainers were fucking huge. Like, not even kid-on huge. Like, like... Specially made huge, like fucking mental huge. I bet it's Kelsey Grammer not like is Kelsey Grammer not like six foot seven. I don't think he's. I don't know. I mean, he might be as tall as me, six five, maybe a bit less than me, maybe a bit more than me. But he plays Beast in X Men. I don't think there's any CGI there. I think that's all him. I bet Nicholas Holt also plays Beast. Yeah, but not quite as good. Maybe but he's definitely got big feet. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the faculty. So you had obviously seen this before. Obviously. This wasn't a first time watch. No, no, no. Uh, is there anything that was in the poll that you would rather have won than this, or were you quite, were you quite cool that this had won? Um, one of the new members of the group and new listeners, but very active members on all social media, uh, Rachel, she has been harping on about shivers since the last mm-hmm. group pick, and I've never seen that before. And I was kind of secretly hoping that that would do well. So, I mean, I wouldn't have minded that to win, but I'm quite happy with the faculty, to be fair. You know, you could always pick shivers yourself if you really want to help Rachel. I could, but do you know what? I'm kind of weird that way that the fact that because it's been suggested as a group pick, then I couldn't pick it as my own pick. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Or does that mean yeah. just being weird? You're just policing yourself because it's totally yeah. right you. <laughs> <laughs> You've only got a select amount of movies on streaming sites. So if the poll had like fucking 25 picks, if, you, if you're then not going to pick them, you've got a really small selection of movies that you're allowed to choose from. True. So you're, oh, going to, you're going to you're going to police yourself into a corner that you do not want to be in. 
So Shivers is on streaming sites. Obviously, I realised that was one of the rules, but yeah. you've just mentioned it to me, and so as so it's easy for me to watch. Oh, maybe I will. Yes. Maybe you will. At some point. Maybe I will. <laughs> uh, right, cool. So the faculty, I've obviously watched this plenty of times, and when it won, I was I was quite happy. I did actually. Anaconda was leading for a while, and do you know what? I wouldn't have been annoyed or angry with that because I've always liked Anaconda. Now, both of these movies, Faculty and, and, and Anaconda, were movies that I don't think I've really watched since they came out. Certainly Anaconda, I've only watched once when it came out. Mm-hmm. Faculty, probably a couple of times really over, over this, the course of my life. However, again, someone in the social medias, I don't remember who, I think it might have been Kate, she watched Anaconda uh, just because, uh, again, another listener, Chris, had been was really wanting Anaconda to win. Uh, and she gave a kind of review of what she thought of watching Anaconda with today's eyes, and I thought, you know what, I wouldn't mind watching that either. So technically, what we should do for the next ten episodes is just go through the poll. <laughs> go through the poll, eh? <laughs> it, may, it makes our picking jobs way easier rather yeah, than yeah. like three minutes before we actually start recording. Yeah. Uh, the faculty I watch probably a couple of times a year. Really? And have done from a scene. Yeah, I fucking love the faculty. Oh, there you go, the like, cards are now away from your chest and <laughs> fully on the table. The, the cards have been thrown up in the air. You can all fucking see them now. I love The Faculty. I'd go as far as to say in my top 20 movies of all time. Really? No, top 20 horror movies of all time, definitely The Faculty's there. I'm wow. just I'm so nostalgic for it. Even watching it again now, I still enjoy all the same bits I've enjoyed for years. And... I'm blind to any... Like, when you read reviews and folks slate the faculty, I'm like, shut up. Talk shit. Like, so, what are you talking about? There's, so you not, there's absolutely really, nothing wrong with it. So you don't have any criticisms of the fa- fa- faculty? Nope. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, right off the, off the bat, this is a five-star movie. So I've got um, about 12 pages of uh, criticisms if you want to uh, listen to me tell you them. <laughs> I don't. So the faculty is <laughs> five stars, so have you watched anything else this week? <laughs> uh, right, now we'll go through your notes, but... Just know that I am not changing. This isn't a, a curveball that I'm going to then, like 13 Ghosts, say I've always enjoyed this, but watching it now, uh, doesn't hold up well. The Faculty is a fucking five-star movie, man, and I wish I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go through your wrong criticisms. Okay. Now, my notes start off as, um, obviously, this is a listener pick, not too shabby. Uh, I do remember enjoying this movie in my youth, so let's see how it goes. Now, it opens with The Offspring. Five-star movie so far. Yeah, so I've put Offspring, <laughs> the kids aren't alright. Five stars, I fucking love this film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we get introduced to the first teacher, who is Robert Patrick, and he is brilliant in his first five seconds. Still a five-star movie. How was that man not a full-on A-lister? That's actually a point. People only remember him from Terminator. Yeah. And in the past three weeks, we have seen two five-out-of-five performances. Exactly. Not Robert to mention Patrick. the fact that, for some reason... He's, he's like a scary. He's like a, obviously he's the he's the bad guy in Terminator uh, T two, but he's a fucking sexy man. Yeah, as I say, very attractive. Man. I just I can't go over how he was. He must have that must have been a conscious decision by his part. What to be a sexy man? No, to not be an A-lister. Maybe maybe he said uh, Harvey Weinstein. I don't like the way you make all these young lasses suck your dick for parts. And he said, right, well that's it. You're out. <laughs> you know, which makes which makes Robert Patrick even better. See the amount of like, lessons we're getting just now? Now that you've said that, that is going to be a fact somewhere 
in the ether that that's the reason he's, <laughs> he's not an A-lister because he tell Weinstein to stop fucking young lasses. Do you know and what? I, 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 there's, there's worse facts <laughs> to have about you. <laughs> uh, maybe he should be the new honorary mascot when Nick Cage is busy. I definitely, I I'd put Robert Patrick as a as a as an honorary mascot. However, I also think Robert Patrick's maybe in a position where he would actually speak to us on a Skype call. Well, not now that you've just said the reason he's not a celebrity <laughs> is because he called out Harvey Weinstein. What if he's pals with Harvey Weinstein? That could be, yeah. Maybe it's because oh, yeah, he was, maybe he was at all those fuck parties, and that's why he stopped making movies. <laughs> So wait, now, so now, now we've built them up and <laughs> tore them down. So wait, you, I'm going to go used to the, how many listeners we're getting. So we know at the point where we actually need to put disclaimers about the fact that if we talk about anybody, it is all fabricated bullshit created yes. for to try and elicit reaction and never to be taken seriously. Yeah. Well, that was a disclaimer right there, people. <laughs> we, put, we put it in the, the info bit of every episode now. Well, yeah. Things we say, me, like, we find them grounded in reality. In our heads, they're true. But a lot of it is just things that we've overheard or like a story that we've read half of and are just passing it off as truth. So don't get mad at us. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, so Robert Patrick, new or remember, excellent in this. Go on. Yep, right. So then we move on to meet the... Um, so Robert Patrick gets like accosted by a shadow person. We don't really see who it is. And uh, then they just kind of... He goes, yeah what and it just fades away i don't really like that fade out but it's what they chose to go with so we'll move on from there then we get to see fraser's wife lilith um she's actually quite hot when she's meant when she's uh, not meant to be like a cold bitch quite hot uh, uh my note literally says that teacher was as and always will be totally babylicious yeah <laughs> i've got a weird fantasy about older women and te- like teacher like teacher teacher uh, I know you've mentioned this before. Yeah, Karen Brady. I yeah. fucking love Karen Brady. And Lena slags me and she's like, oh, you love older women. I'm like, no, I don't. I love older women with power. And this teacher <laughs> is older. She's dark hair, gothy. Glasses. power. Glasses. I don't really... I, the, the glasses don't bother me. The glasses thing is definitely for... It makes a teacher fantasy, though. No? I know, but I don't get that with sexual fantasies with teachers. Like, you walk in, they're sitting all sexy with glasses on and they take the glasses off. So the rest of that is just fumbling about because she can't see. Otherwise, why did she need the glasses in the first place? That's that's one of my definite bugbears when glasses come off and people can see. Just beat it. Just don't start. I suppose you couldn't be just ripping the heat off it and have to like wait till she took the glasses off, went away to the toilet, put her contacts in, and then came back and got her kit off. Yeah, she could just keep the glasses on because there's a whole um, subgenre on the internet that involve glasses staying on. Really? Yeah. Jalen never came across that category. Never? Literally never came across that category. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to expand, but let's just get back into the fact. Right um, so we find out that this um, school has got no money for any activities except the football team because the football team is golden um, and they bring all the money in. I wish I stayed in a football town. We don't give a fuck about college or high school sports at all in this country, do we? Mm-hmm. No. No. But um, if we went, if we were from a high school kind of football town like that in America, we would be fucking losers because neither of us could play football. Yeah, but at least we would go to the games because you know I'm a, I'm a big football fan now. <laughs> I only want to go if there's a drama like this Colleen Rooney thing. That's what I'm here for. I'm not <laughs> here for the sports. <laughs> um, 
So we then uh, we now see uh, Robert Patrick comes to accost Lilith, and he's clearly been possessed, but she thinks he's a bit drunk because he's like trying to come on to her slightly. Uh, he keeps going asking for a pencil. Is this like a euphemism for his dick? We're not entirely sure. She gives him a pencil, and then he stabs it through her hand, and that's actually pretty sweet gore in the hand stab. I'll give him. Yeah. That's um, how you know that this movie's going to be fucking mental. It's going to be amazing. Pen, so he, a pencil goes through the hand and it looks good and that's it. Game on. Yeah, but then he said, I've always wanted to do that. So, I mean, does that... Because we obviously know he's possessed, but then why... So is is, it, is this the, the entity possessing him that wants to stab somebody with a pencil? Or did Robert Patrick actually want to stab somebody with a pencil and the entity like opens up a different bit of his brain? Is it still him? Or is it fully possession? I don't really... I think think when you're possessed or when alien takes over, I think all all your human characteristics disappear. So if you need glasses, you don't need glasses anymore. If you have a limp, you might not have a limp anymore. Uh, But there's maybe still some part of your mentality in there, possibly. It's never really explained, though, is it? No, it doesn't explain at all. Um, Which is... One of the criticisms, criticisms I'm talking about. Now, however, like you say, before you go on the defensive, it's not a criticism of the movie per se. It's just my take on how I take notes. I just pick out... It's a comical criticism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got loads of them. I've got loads of them. Um, so he's uh, chasing Lilith about the, the, the corridor because for some reason now all the doors are chained shut. We have to assume Robert Patrick chained them shut after she went back in to get whatever it was she was going back in to get. And then the wee uh, music teacher's outside the door, and she's like, "No, don't, don't go anywhere, or whatever." And then she's like, "Oh no, there he is! How did she know that the gym teacher was the bad guy? Because she just be like, oh, there's, there's uh, the gym teacher. He'll help you.' But um, I get it because uh, the music teacher turns out to actually also be a bad guy who stabs fuck out of Lilith with scissors all over the chest, the boob area. But then it's never explained how the fact that the parasites or the entities, the alien entities, that go inside them to possess them also heal them. Maybe the aliens are like Wolverine, where they just have that auto-heal. And obviously when they possess you. It's not really, it's not possession though, is it? What is it called? Host. Host. When they when they take over your, your host. They take over your body vessel. <laughs> Uh, maybe snatch snatch your body, it. if you will. They snatch your body, yeah. That, do you know what? That is the easiest thing to say from what we're trying to say. So it's when they snatch your body, they can heal you. Now, this is when we get the title screen. The faculty comes up on the screen. And the faculty uses an alien font, apparently. Certainly in the letter <laughs> A. Is that right? That is correct. I knew this. This is a fact that I knew. <laughs> <laughs> it's only, right, So I told Scott last night that the alien thing wasn't a secret because... Yeah, because oh, the taglines on the DVD say something like, oh, the alien, what is it it says? The aliens are here now, some shit like that. What does it say? Yeah, I think it is. It's like, uh, the aliens have arrived or the aliens are taking over or there's something two, to do with aliens. Yeah, there's definitely two um, two different taglines because there's the one that I got, meet the alien generation, yeah? Meet the alien generation. That just gives it away straight away that there's aliens in this movie. And then the one that's on the poster that we used for this one says... Uh, well, it says school's out forever, which is fine, but above it it says, these six students are about to discover their teachers really are from another planet. Well, that'll, that'll be that then. Aliens. <laughs> that, that, I don't think the alien thing's meant to be a twist. And then that's what I said to Scott, when I then said, because even the font, the A, 
if you I, I'm a man who likes my fonts I hate papyrus I hate comic sans and I hate kiss me quick I like a lot of other fonts and I can identify fonts and when you look for alien type fonts that A is quite prominent but when you said to me like what, what's alien about that and I had to explain it oh it's just alien fonts I was like Liam you're a fucking loser man <laughs> <laughs> I was like how, how, is he, how is he meant to know that so when you replied yeah so okay how is he meant to know that I was like you fucking idiot I hate you <laughs> So yeah, you weren't you you weren't meant to know that with the font unless you like fonts. But the alien thing's not a it's definitely not a secret. Okay. Uh, was it a secret when it came out in nineteen ninety eight? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Originally the, the script originally was called The Feelers, which I'm glad it's called the Faculty because the Feelers is a shit name for a film. Mm. <laughs> the Feelers is like a name, like I don't know. I can get it though, as we discover more about these parasites I can get it. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I don't, I don't think it was ever a, a. I think there's enough twists and turns in this that the actual just the aliens taking over is obvious from the get go. Right. Okay. I'll, I, I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, so we now get a, an intro to our characters, um, our six characters. I think we get in, introduced to more people than actually make the, the six, but uh, we get introduced to Elijah Wood, who looks young as fuck. He's got those mm. dreamboat blues, man. Those dreamy <laughs> eyes. Um, and we also get introduced to Josh Hartnett. Now, he was another heartthrob of this, this time frame who just disappeared into pretty much obscurity, just like Freddie Prince Jr. But let me ask you this. How the fuck did he get away with that fucking hair in this movie? Now, I know my right. hair right now isn't particularly the best style. I'm just letting it grow and see how long I can get it. It's not, sometimes it looks a bit wild, sometimes it looks a bit thin, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Josh Hartson, he looks like he's cut his hair himself and put on, I don't even have slept in it for fucking 10 days and wore a hat and then came to set. You can literally buy hair wax, it's called messed up bed look. So, he was There's just no, ahead you of the never, you, nah, I, but never ever would you put your hair like he's done it in this movie. Like, honestly, there's a scene later on that I'll, I'll repeat talking about, right, because uh, when we get there, but he runs away and he is the most nonchalant, non-urgent, couldn't give a fuck there's an alien behind me run and it makes me think even though I buy his performance in this movie and I love like everybody else's performance in this movie it makes me think that he could not give a shit about being in this movie like he literally said hair and makeup he's like nah no I get it the guy's supposed to be some form of slacker who doesn't give a fuck about school because he's repeating a grade even though he is super smart and they could have left but I just don't I just don't buy that hair hair do I don't buy it because it's not even just the fact that he's that he's just like let it go sticky out at the sides and it's maybe got some wax in it or whatever. He's just not combed it or brushed it or styled it. It looks like he's fucking cut it himself with a pair of fucking sewing scissors and cut his fringe. It looks ridiculous. I seriously fucking resent it. I, I cut my hair all through high school. <laughs> did it look hair. as bad as that? I bet at it times, looked as bad as that. At times it did. See, like if I went to go out and a night out and one bit was sticking up, I'd just take a pair of kitchen scissors and cut it off and go out and then... I would keep doing that until eventually I went too far or it went too shit and I would just shave it all off and start again. I almost started getting my hair cut like fucking a year and a half ago. Because Lena was sick of me. Lena really hates it when I shave it off. So I actually started cut professionally. Okay, it didn't quite look as bad as Josh Hartman's, but give him a break, man. He's doing it himself. He's not a trained barber. Go off his back. I just don't understand why. But, eh... Uh... <laughs> Right, but anyway, okay, I'll let her go. So we get introduced <laughs> to all the characters. 
we get introduced to uh, Mary Beth, who's the new kid from uh, Tennessee or something, or lives from the south somewhere. Atlanta, actually, I think. Um, now, I never noticed it the first time around, because I remember this, watching it uh, as in, in my high school days, but it is so obvious watching it now. Mary Beth is the new kid. She's the new entity in this neighbourhood. She's an alien. It's very, very obvious. All straight from the start. They do, and I think they're aware of that because as we get further in, we will discuss it um, as the twist kind of comes out. But they do try and distract, detract your attention from it when you, when it's almost you think. Because I was watching it and thinking, oh, this is the bit that that, that we find out, and we don't find out till later on. And yeah, I was like, so I thought, oh, so they have, they've, they've, they've almost been aware of it, and they've tried to, you know, flip you away from it. Yeah. Um. So we get introduced to Josh Hartnett properly now, and he's a, a drug dealer, and he sells his drug to two boys. One of them is Danny Master, Masterson, who yep. is the boy from that 70s show. Yep. He's also, and the, also the older brother <laughs> of Christopher Masterson from Malcolm in the Middle. And the older brother of Alana Masterson from uh, The Walking Dead. And... Also accused of sexual assault. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Josh Hartnett calls his. Uh, I don't know if that was ever resolved, but he certainly got fired from that Ashton Kutcher Ranch uh, Netflix TV show after those allegations. So, did that kind of stuff that never leaves you. <laughs> um, he calls his drug scat, like 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 shit. <laughs> That's what scat see, is, isn't it? See, I was that with scat. I was thinking like Scatman John. Scat yeah, like when you actually go scat, like jazz scatting. So or it could like, be shit. Well, I think, well, I learned that for a still game. Did they say scat in that? Yeah, one of the very first episodes. It might even have been a tune of that episode when they were on the internet for the first time and they shown uh, Victor how to search for things on Google. It says, type in cat lovers. Oh, there you go. You get a nice wee picture of a cat. But what, what if you made a mistake and you typed in scat lovers? And then they're like, oh, Jesus, where the fuck is that? No, they don't swear, obviously, because it's a TV programme, but you get the idea. Scat is shit. TV programmes don't swear. Yeah, but BBC ones don't. They don't <laughs> say fuck, anyway. Which um, is why we'll never be on the BBC. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we're introduced again. So, so um, Zeke, or Josh Hartnett, uh, is uh, selling drugs, basically, inside viral pens. It's quite ingenious. I actually quite like that, the way that they've done it. I'm surprised yeah. more uh, drug dealers don't do it that do it more often like that. Because can you imagine how many fucking viral pens you've got to buy? <laughs> That's a good point. I never thought of. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. A wee baggies, uh, fair enough, is good enough. Um, so they make a point that Robert Patrick is thirsty. And they're like, well, the coach is thirsty, eh? He's, he's drank two of those wee daft... Co- they're not even cups. There's literally less than a mouthful in those fucking stupid wee fucking cones. You know the wee cones I'm talking about? You know, mm. you watch the movie. The last yeah, time you yeah. watch the movie, you know those wee stupid triangle cups. They're not even cups. That's what he's drinking. Two of them. And they make a point as if to say, fuck this, look at this. It's like a miniature version of what you would put your chips in back in the day. Yeah. See, if he like, pulled the water bottle off and started tanking the water bottle straight the full bottle, I'd be like, oh man, the coach is thirsty. I'd be like, oh my god, I can't believe he just lifted that full thing. It yeah. felt how heavy one of them are. Yeah, no, I know. They're I, heavy. They're heavy. <laughs> Um, we also get introduced to Famke Janssen now. Um, oh, she's the uh, English teacher. Now, she's a good actor and she's hot, right? Uh, and and it's also, it is acting. But here, her character is a shit teacher. 
Like, you imagine yeah. you've an actual teacher of high school students, of uh, assuming high school seniors who are like 17 years old. Some of them, a lot of them will be dickheads. You cannot be that shy and timid. Especially when you've got fucking held back out of your heart in it, trying to be a, a bastard to you talking about wanking. I'm sorry, see, if I had a teacher that looked like that, she could literally be a fucking deaf mute and teach me nothing. I would still tell my parents she was the best teacher all the time. <laughs> <laughs> she would be an incredible teacher. Yeah. I fucking love right. funky answer. Aye, I agree. I do agree. Um, we also get introduced to the head cheerleader, who's a bit of a bitch, and uh, introduced to the head quarterback, who is uh, quitting football to try and study to get into college for real. Um, and she says, don't be daft, you play football. And he says, uh, I want to be smart. So... That's where it. We also get introduced to Cleo Duval, who is uh, was typecast as a goth um, during the nineties. Um, she played it quite well. Has she ever grown out of the goth? I, I can't remember um, the last time I seen her. No, she wasn't a goth in. Nineteen ninety nine, I think, was the last thing that I seen that she was in, and then she's been in something in two thousand and thirteen, maybe. So I don't know if she's a goth in that. Maybe she is. Maybe she's not. This entire film is ten out of ten, babes. Like, male and female. Everyone in this is sexy. Everyone. Everyone that you care about. Obviously, the old women that we get to, and some of the older teachers, aren't sexy. But the majority of the cast are sexy. Yeah, okay. Find find me a sexier 90s horror cast. And I'll tell you that that's not as sexy as the faculty cast. I know what you did last summer. Sexy? <laughs> but not as sexy. JF Love Hewitt is my ultimate. Freddy Prince Jr. is an ultimate. Yeah. But apart from that. Is Sarah Michelle Geller not in that one? Oh shit, yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> right, okay. Who's the fourth right. guy? Ryan Felipe in that one as well. Is he? Okay, that is actually a That's pretty a fucking sexy, sexy cast. cast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I might pick that next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's only pick sexy horrors. Yeah. Um, we also get to meet Elijah Wood. What are you drinking, well. Scott? I am drinking Four Roses Small Batch because I'm off tomorrow. However, I do need to go up tomorrow and pick Lauren up for work at half past seven, so I'm only having one. <laughs> hey, you can have more than one, though, if it, you're not picking it up to... That's like, in the morning. I have some in the morning, now. Yeah, you could easily tank half the bottle. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get introduced to Elijah Wood here. Now, he, again, is uh, typecast or... Idea typecast it being the outcast weird kid uh, with usually with a specific hobby. This uh, case is photography. What I did, what I have, will say though, stereotyping characters in movies it makes it easier for us to differentiate between the characters. Uh, I like it when they do that. Yeah. Sometimes I've got trouble. Think if they if they try and be smart, like you know how in uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween where he made the three girls like. Exactly the same. They were all the same personality, which was probably more believable in real life because people tend to be friends with people who they've got similar interests and similar behaviours to. Mm-hmm. When you're watching it as a movie, if you're not paying 110 100 like percent attention, you can be like, oh, "Who's who?" Yeah, yeah. That that's how you don't get Asian cinema though, because they don't like, the, <laughs> the type, because the stereotypes aren't as strong, and because you think they look the same. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's uh but yeah no subtitles. obviously that <laughs> what subtitles <laughs> obviously that is why they, they do that though just so if you're 
if you're not giving it your full attention at any point you look back up you can go right there's a geeky one there's the sport guy and you you get what's happening yeah so Elijah Wood finds a wee hard crystally thing out in the football field he takes it into John Stewart and uh, he said the, the accident they look at it and he goes oh hey uh, Elijah I think you've discovered a new species like I just lying in the grass like, why are you not fucking f- mentally freaked out by this completely? A new species? <laughs> just lying in the grass? I get it. Like, new species deep down in the in the grounds of the Amazon or something like that? Yeah. In Africa. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> just in the fucking football field in Ohio or Utah or whatever they are. Thank you. So Ohio, you're right. Ohio. But so then somebody accidentally spills water on it and it moves. And they go, oh, so what does John Stewart do? He goes, I'm going to, I'm going to put it fully in water. <laughs> well, you know, that's not how science works. Scientists take fucking like two months to move forward because they're fear to do end like they, they don't they want to fucking do all the calculations first. High school science teachers is like, oh, I chuck it in a whole tub of water. But that's why the high school science teachers are not like legit science people. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> so he chucks it in the fish tank and it kinda comes alive and starts swimming about. Looks like Did a cat. See what John Stewart's name is in the film? Uh, John? Professor Furlong? Edward Furlong? What else was Edward Furlong in? Terminator 2? With who? Robert Patrick? Do you think that's a mm. think that's a thing? I don't know, I read it off IMDB, so it could be. <laughs> it might also just be a total coincidence. It might, it, they must have put that in. There's a, there is a lot of references I picked up on as I was going through this, but that, that wasn't one of them. But no, there I'm happy go. to take it as I, because like you say, Robert Patrick only ended up being famous for that one movie, even though he is outstanding. Yeah. Um, you would think, though, that then uh, his character would have been, like, coach for long, though. I know. Unless, unless he's just too big for that, or, like, too good for that, he's went, to listen, that's, that's cheap and shit, I don't want that. I went, right, fuck it, we'll just get it to John Stewart. Yeah, maybe. Who I'm still amazed is I actually used to act, because he's such a, kind of, satirical comic hero now. You forget that he was in different movies. I know, but like, what what does he do? Is he just like a chat show guy? Yeah. Because like, I can't... Yeah, like, very, think... very political, very yeah. satirically political uh, comedian, yeah. I just wasn't sure if he was Seinfeld or not. <laughs> you were, as in... If Jerry he was Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you right now, and it might be a first time for <laughs> listeners, that John Stewart is not Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, so this is uh, so then uh, John Stewart decides to put on some gloves and touch it because he said it's it looks as if it's changed uh, shape. Consist? Well, I don't know. He, he says a word, a science. He says a science word for how it feels, and he goes to touch it, and then it splits into two, and they go fuck. It can replicate on its own, and then he keeps his hands in the water, and they all get distracted talking to each other, talking about how it's split, and this wee thing gets a couple of wee hands. Pulls its face skin back like foreskin, brings out some teeth and chomps down on John Stewart's fingers. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it so, looks it looks it looks alright. That baited, uh, but not not too bad. Yeah. Oh, the CGI. Some of the CGI is in this has aged very very badly. <laughs> but that's that's not a, that's not discredit to the film. That's not really their fault. Yeah. I think it's hard to, to criticize a movie. We, we and we have done it in the past. But actually, marking it down because the CGI has has aged badly. It's not their fault that that's happened. I'm sure it did look good at the time. 
I'd say if it's a movie I don't like, it's definitely their fault because they should have went practical. Because practical always is there's way more but, longevity but in practical but effects. But sometimes you can't. Like look at Ghostbusters. Yeah. Those dogs that run about the, the town after Rick Moranis, they look fucking horrendous. But if they're big practical dogs. Yeah, but how they wouldn't, just they wouldn't be able to do it? They would still need to do fucking Jason and the Argonauts style stop motion. It was it would always look awful. Or just strap like styrofoam to real dogs, make them look a bit bigger and a bit eviler, and then just put sausages in Rick Moranis' back pocket and have them run and they'll chase them. And then do a wee bit of CGI, you don't need to fully CGI the dogs. Alright, yeah, they could have, that's what they should have done. So Ghostbusters <laughs> could have been better, Ghostbusters could have been better. <laughs> um, where am I next? Hopefully it followed on because we're forty minutes in and we've, we've not even get past the first. Yeah, right. <laughs> let me let me let me power through some of these notes. I've got a lot of notes, right? I'll try and pick, figure out the ones that's about the actual movie rather than just fucking daft shit that I've, that I've picked up. Um, right. Uh, so the quarterback's in the shower. Somebody's going to be creepy fucking toes. It's an old woman. She's in trouble. Stands standing there with his dick out, cuddling an elderly teacher. Um, then we see that. Would you have fucked her? The old woman. Yeah. Don't know. Quite. A, there's a slight shining reference in terms of like the boils on her face and stuff. With the old, in fact, there's a neck. I'm going to say that's a shining reference. They cuddles the the old scaly woman. So would you fuck it? I mean, your dick's high school, your high school student, your dick's you're in the shower. She comes in. She's obviously no quite well. But she's I mean, coming on to you, so what do you our, do? Our, our hair skin, our, like a scalp, all came off. You'd just be touching it. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so is that at the point you stop, or would you... No, I mean, like, so you've really got to, like, bend, like, fuck it, right? Because you, you, you know, <laughs> but while you're standing there giving her a hug, you could just, like, kind of guide down for a wee horny, you know? Your dick's out of you. Um, I don't know, but because if the scalp's all coming off, can you imagine what would come off in your horn? <laughs> <laughs> Loop. Well, you don't need to imagine it would be her vagina. <laughs> uh, right, so uh, jump forward from that. Uh, Josh Hartnett's out in the in the car park selling videos of Jennifer Love Hewitt and Neve Campbell in the nude. Two prominent actors of those, that time. I wonder if they had to ask them to use their names um, because those videos don't exist. I checked. <laughs> can imagine if you did. I would buy them out of the booty. <laughs> Do you think folk used to swap porn out of the booty cars? Like I mean, my high school was that big. My high school had like seven hundred people max, like the first year to sixth year. That is just to see if that was half guys, half girls, or still three hundred and fifty folk there that would buy porn out of the back of a car. Well, if anybody was selling, but we we also don't get to drive dead young in Scotland, so nobody was driving. Also, when you were at school, there wasn't any videos. <laughs> they were selling porn realty reels. There was the videos. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> so after he's finished um, selling the porn uh, Famke Janssen comes up to um, speak to him pretty much to tell him off for selling porn basically and he says I know what you need to teach laxatives and she goes this is right and that's what, and then she says back to him if you applied 5% of that intellect to your studies I'm like what that sarcastic dickhead intellect what intellect but he's been a prick to you because then he goes on to tell you to try and sell you fucking magnum sized cherry flavour condoms as if you're be a frigid and need banged which, for this fantasy, she is and she does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we get Elijah Wood and Claire DeVal name-dropping Stephen King. 
And then we get Salma Hayek. She's in this as the nurse. Now, I've noticed here there's hundreds of women who are very conventionally conventionally pleasing to the eye, acting dowdy, so that they will become super sexy and confident after being possessed. Trope town. (laughs) 90s trope town for sure. And is that a bad thing? No, no, no. In the 90s when you're, you're you're a young... A horny teenager again, both sexes because Famke Janssen and that transcends like it's not just guys that like her. Famke Janssen is a fucking babe all round. Yeah, lesbians like her. Well. Oh, if I was a lesbian, I'd muff her till she died. <laughs> <laughs> that was a horrible, that was a horrible thing to say. <laughs> See, we, we can't record this late at night because this is when I get daft. We've got to record Ella in the afternoon where I don't say things. Yeah, it's you know what it is what it is. And to be fair, I wouldn't actually stop. Like it, it would probably still <laughs> like there'd be people kicking the door down. Like, right, why is all this milk and all these newspapers out here? <laughs> we've, we've not seen Famke in a while. Oh, sorry, <laughs> she died two days ago. And I just no, kept on. We've, no, <laughs> we've, no, we've not seen Famke in a while. That's because I'm face deep in my fang, Famke. Famke. <laughs> 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 that was a shit joke. Do you know? In my head, I thought. In my head, I thought. Famke sounds almost like Fanny. I can make this work. And then when I said it out loud, it was fucking awful. I apologise to everyone who's currently listening to this episode. Yeah, yeah you, you know there's going to be people in the chat now referring to vaginas as Famkes. <laughs> or just saying that Scott's a fucking pure Famke man. <laughs> you are a pure Famke. <laughs> so, so uh, at this point. Uh, Elijah Wood and uh, Delilah, Jordana Brewster, the head cheerleader, they figure out that the teachers are fucked up. So they go, so they, they get past, they figure out the whole faculty's fucked up. And, he, and Elijah was like, Delilah, run! And he slips in his cunt and he goes, Delilah, wait! I mean, you've slipped, pal. You've literally slipped in your ass. Just get back up and chase after her because nobody's actually chasing after you. It's also taking you more time to yell wait than it is to just get back up and run. You also got a lot of faith in Delilah that she's going to stop. She does not stop at all. She's just fucking. She doesn't even look back. She's just fucking straight, face first out the door and gone. Which I actually quite enjoyed. Is that where you would have been? Oh, I one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, should, I, I, I still be back in school, muffin fam. <laughs> I'm uh, such a slutty lesbian at school. Uh, Shooter McGavin is in this. Uh, is. Elijah was dead. Did you see the bit where? Robert Patrick yeah. does the shooter. Jake, that's of. another reference. It must be. It must be. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, will, I agree. Um, so Elijah Wood says the teachers are aliens, or at least they've definitely attacked Selma Hayek, and the police come in and they all go in, and then the teachers are acting fucking super friendly and pretending that the dead body, the old woman, the shining woman in the cupboard, was actually a resuscitated Annie doll that they'd managed to switch around, and everybody's looking at Elijah Wood thinking, what a wee prick, man. What are you playing it? So he's paying so that. You're a dick for fucking getting the polo suit. Turns out they possess the polo as well, but only Elijah Wood's the one that can see that. But I guess maybe when you're in high school, the whole idea is that nobody cares, nobody gives a fuck about you, nobody listens to you until you're an adult. So this is why nobody's taking him seriously. They go yeah. back to the house and he's in trouble. And Shoot McGavin just decides to punish him by taking all his favourite things. So I'm going to take your, say goodbye to your, uh, your hobby, your, your camera, your music, your wanking, because he takes his porn underneath the uh, thing. I mean, is that punish, punishing kids doesn't work? Oh, yeah, no, well, parents have far less power now. Yeah. Back then, if you took your porn away, 
that'd be you, unless you had a good imagination. I know they left, his, they left his computer. Like today, you just be like, no, you need. To get, there's porn is literally at the end of your city. Yeah, within within ten seconds, if you've got an iWatch, you can see a video of a bird shooting an octopus out of fanny in ten seconds. So <laughs> take my magazines; it's fine. <laughs> I'll be all right. Do you literally? Can you imagine? Can you imagine, say, in like when we are, say, in our sixties, right? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what the teenage and early twenties generation will have at their disposal in terms of blanking material? And well, if you see it now? I know that's what I'm saying. But can you You're imagine fucking virtual reality? That's what I'm saying. It'll totally be fully, fully immersive. Literally, it won't be that long before people just stop talking to each other. Literally, you just plug yourself into a machine. And the idea is that you plug yourself into a machine and then you just like walk around, like um, maybe like. Uh, replicants that uh, movie with Bruce Willis or maybe like a total immersion video game of like World of Warcraft where you just walk about and like the Elder Scrolls or something like that as like a warrior or, or whatever a wizard or an elf or fucking whatever nonsense fucking Lord of the Rings piss you want to be <laughs> and there'll be so many people just fucking locked in fully immersed into some fucking porn fantasy is that a thing? what? Like, do you think there's a Warcraft type game now where it's just big chat rooms and you just walk about with your avatar just fucking other avatars? I don't know how actual, like I don't think you, no, I don't think so at all. No, no. No? Nah. It should be. It's like, was it not was that not one of the Black Mirror episodes? Possibly. And I didn't buy it. Hmm. I just think Charlie Brooker's getting bored though. I don't. I didn't put too much faith in Charlie Brooker ever. Anyway, I think he was overrated. But anyway, back to the faculty. <laughs> um, so, I so after he gets punished, he, he tries to run away. He falls out the window. His dad catches him, and then he says, uh, "The faculty," and that's the first direct spoken reference to the title of the film. Can you imagine how weird that would have been if it was still called The Feelers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I uh, make a a comment of the soundtrack in this movie? You can. Pretty fucking decent. Pretty fucking excellent. It's one of the good. It's such a good nineties music soundtrack. That's one of the best things about nineties movies. They all had it, really good soundtracks. It was done by uh, Marco Beltrami, who also done Scream. Marco so Beltrami, like, ah, yeah, Beltrami, yeah. yeah. It's got that like, kind of the same vibe as Scream, like when yeah. Nick Cave was constantly on, and this is the, is the whatever band that it is it's covering Pink Floyd. That keeps kind of repeating throughout yeah. it, and it's such an excellent soundtrack. You it's know, an excellent movie. Yeah, there was there was part of the score that reminded me of Scream Two, like Dewey's theme. You know, I've I've gushed over that before. Probably in a Scream yeah. episode, and there was there was parts of it that made me think of that as well. So I, Beltrami, I, I, he's brilliant. I love him. You got a lot of faith in yourself that you think you referenced the Scream movie and the Scream episode when the chances are you probably referenced it in some completely <laughs> unrelated movie yeah. and then never fucking mentioned it in the Scream episode. Yeah, that's probably that's realistic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so now the teachers are pretty much, uh, infecting all the students, just replicating like fuck. Um, this is, we, now we get back to Mary Beth, who's trying to, um, get close to Zeke. Bad hair, hasn't it? Uh, Mary Beth tells a story about her parents are dead. Now, brackets, this is not known that she's an alien at this point, okay? Close brackets. And Zeke goes, yeah, my parents are dead too. And she goes, really? Nah, but they might as well be. How fucking inappropriate is that? <laughs> See, something after they just said my parents died in a car crash, that's why I had to move to this town to stay with my cousins. Ah, my parents are dead as well. Are they? Nah. <laughs> what a prick! <laughs> 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 
man. <laughs> you can tell that actually genuinely out- outraged you. I can't believe it. And this is the point. Zeke's supposed to be one of the heroes in this movie. He's a fucking. He's a dickhead. He is actually a dickhead. Not because to to begin with, you're like, oh man, he could maybe fucking shag this English teacher here. He, he, he's such a prick here where he tries to give her laxatives, then condoms. He's been an inappropriate asshole. He's such a dickhead. I, I but, don't actually know what why he doesn't go on with his parents because when you see his house later, it's a fucking nice house. He's got a nice setup and he drives a fucking 1970 GTO. I think when Famke comes in and she's got the. Uh, the confidence after she's been infected, she says, "Where is your mum this week? Is she in this town or in this town? Or is she away in this country?" As if her mum, his mum, just fucks off, got money, just just wires and money, and doesn't actually take it and do him. I think that's the idea, and I think that's what it meant. They might as well be dead because I never see them. Ah, so he's no, he's less an arsehole. It's, uh, it's it's less arsehole-ish, but they're still not dead. Do you know what I mean? This is also about then where Famke Jansen threatens that she'll uh, put her foot that hard up up his ass. Yeah. He'll be sucking on her toes to graduation, yeah. and I was like, I would, I would love that. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll suck your toes without you. You don't even need to put me in there. I just, I don't even need to graduate. I just need to be in a room with your toes. <laughs> Thing is, no one. Now, I guess maybe half the school is infected at this point, but no one really picks up the complete personality change. And this mm. teacher, they just, they just be like, wow, that was a bit fucking harsh. It's because they've all been fantasising about it and now they don't know, is this a fantasy? Is this reality? Is is this always been this way? And they're all, they're all freaking out and they don't want to admit to each other that I've been hanging about sucking her toes for fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing though, isn't it? Like the kids are allowed to, like the, the, the 17-year-old, which is legal in this country, 17-year-old high school kids are allowed to fantasise about fucking their teachers, but the teachers aren't allowed to fantasise about fucking the kids. It's a very tricky situation. I was going to say, are you saying that that's, there's an issue in that? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just letting you know the facts of what's allowed and what isn't allowed. It sounded a whole lot there that you were trying to support the idea that teachers should be allowed to fantasise fucking uh, pupils. Look, I'm not a teacher, so I can't say what they actually do think in their heads because surely there must be a bunch of teachers who fantasise about fucking the kids. They, 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 not, not, wait, 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 wait. Surely there must be a bunch of te- teachers who fantasise about having sex with the young adults legal age adults that they teach but don't ever do it or never ever speak about it or never even acknowledge it to anyone else other than their own mind <laughs> no Poss- possibly definitely I see it maybe I'd seen a joke about you, about, about you half my teachers used to fantasize about fucking me I fucking you off a fucking building <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably I I seen some joke where I say uh, uh, I went like I went home from school I can't remember who he was. It's like I went home from school and told my, my dad that the teacher had sex with me. And he was absolutely delighted. He offered to buy me a bike. And I said, oh no, Mars is killing me. Can I just have a, a football instead? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, that's clever. That's clever. I got that. <laughs> uh, anyway. Now, this is when Claire Duval and Elijah Wood um, have a wee meta conversation about uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers and they drop the name Invasion of the Body Snatchers uh, and then you realise this is like a remake or more of an updating of a classic but then she goes on to say that Body Snatchers are a rip-off in itself of Puppet Masters and so this movie is trying to be so meta it's aware that it's taking Body Snatchers or Puppet Masters and doing its own thing but still using the same idea It's it's just copying Scream though isn't it? It's just Scream done the meta thing yeah. and it fucking worked and then just, right, 
especially because it's Miramax, let's just snap anything we can up and make it all look scream. And eventually, if you throw enough shit at a wall, somebody it's going to stick. Yeah. Not that this I, is shit, but you know what I mean. Actually, no, just just quickly, do you mention it? Miramax, that is Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Right. Um, now, they say in Body Snatchers, there were pods. And Elijah Wood goes, there are no pods. What are we missing? And I'm like, eh, the wee, eh, air quotes, new species. Weird fucking thing you found in the fucking football field that's in the fish tanks. That's thing that literally missing. took a boy's finger off. Yeah. <laughs> as if you just forgot they were there, as if this is they're completely unconnected. Oh, yeah. when this is finished, I better go and phone up the university to say that I found a new species, get my name in the papers. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> the... So this is when, so they end up in a room with uh, Claire Duval, all of them, all our main characters, and Claire Duval and uh, Elijah Wood and uh, Jordana Brewster are the only ones that kind of think there's something going on. And they have to try and tell the quarterback and uh, Bad Hair Hartnett and uh, the new girl. Mary, Mary Beth and Josh Mary Hartnett were down in the, the science cupboard while he was stealing supplies for his drugs and then they heard them through the grate. Yeah. In the classroom, so up to wind them up. And if yeah. you hadn't seen any of the evidence that Elijah Wood and Jordana had seen, would you? What would it take for you to believe them? Uh, I don't know, man. See, if I was at that school and Famke Anson was my teacher and she had done that whole changeover, uh-huh. I'd still be in the house wrapping the heat off it. I wouldn't even be at school. I wouldn't have any seen any of this happen. I would be in a wank coma in my bedroom. I've got a, a very good question to ask you about that particular situation uh, later on. Later on. What, um, me being in a wank coma? Yeah, yeah. This, but this. How have you pre-planned a wank no, no, coma question? Not a wank coma question. Just what you've about what you've just said. The situation that put you in a wank coma. I've got a question about that later on because there's another, <laughs> another scene involving it. But right now, I want to talk about the best line in this movie. In fact, the best line in a movie ever. Spoken by Clea Duval after the um, head cheerleader says something uh, nasty to her. Fuck you, tip bags. It's <laughs> 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 just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> There's no comeback to that. No. How, no. how do you prove that you're not tip bags? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First, you would have to reveal what tip bags actually are, and then prove that you're not one. Impossible. Yeah. Impossible. <laughs> um, so John Stewart comes into the room and they kind of challenge him. Where's the wee beasties? And he gets a bit sinister and then he starts attacking the students. And then almost after one push over a table, Zeke pulls the fucking slicer arm off a paper cutter and goes to actually kill John Stewart. Like I get it, they've been talking about aliens and John Stewart's been a bit rough with him right now, but he is actually going to fucking stab him. Like that's quick. <laughs> that's intense. That's serious. <laughs> But he is the misunderstood, kind of no parent drug dealer. If MD's going to go stab a teacher, it's probably it's, going to be him. Do you know it's it's quite a it's quite a, a sharp change uh, escalation of uh, behaviours. Um, but he did all he did manage to do is chop off uh, John Stewart's fingers, and the CGI fingers were not cool. Yeah, they they are dated. Now, this is also where they find out that definitely they're aliens. Now they all believe them. That's what. So that earlier on, I asked you what would it take to figure out if uh, to believe them. This. <laughs> um, they also find out that his uh, drugs can kill the aliens. 
because they stab uh, John Stewart in the eye, which kills him. Yep. Um, so then they decide to fuck off. There's a safe place, and this is when you see the whole school is infected. And as I'm asked, do they know that the gang is onto them at this point, and can all these possessed people communicate telepathically because they're all staring at our six? And then uh, Usher leads the kind of football team towards our gang to like try and accost them before they leave. But they don't actually approach them. They just kind of still act slightly human, but weird. Mm-hmm. So, we're like, what's happening? Would, would, you know? I, I don't know. Are the parasites, like, do they know that there's no, they're not hosts? Like, can they tell? Yeah. I, I'm assuming you're just meant to guess it. Oh, sorry, I guess you're just meant to assume it. Okay, alright. Yeah. No, alright, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is what we get to uh, Zeke's house and is, is he fully making drugs because Mary Beth sees that he's just he's he's got hundreds of caffeine pills and that's the uh, secret ingredient. Because if he's just crushing pills, surely he doesn't need that huge chemistry experiment that he's got going. I think that's just to show that he knows science. And then later on, when uh, we get to the scene where, he, where they all have to take the drugs, they ask him what's in it. He says, mostly caffeine and some other household shit. Now, when they take the drugs, they start laughing like fucking idiots. What household shit makes you get that high? And wait yourself. I see a Scott and Liam challenge. Take caffeine pills and whatever you can find around what's, the house and try and replicate this drug. What is, it goes. What is house, household shit? Well, what? Toilet duck. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like bleach, yeah. However, now that, I'm just, now that I'm saying it out loud and thinking about it, this is this is way, way, way before Breaking Bad. However, yeah. to make crystal meth, they bought cough syrup, cough medicine, cough sweets, and boiled them down. Was it not? It was, wasn't it? It was over the counter. Yeah. Cold medicine that they boiled so down to take the thing out. So maybe that's what it means. Whatever's in cold medicine. So maybe. Okay. so maybe he is making actual fuck off, fuck off drugs. Well, it must be if everybody's buying them. Yeah. You wouldn't keep buying drugs if they're shite. So it's like crack mixed with caffeine. Yeah. Right. Exactly okay. what you needed in nineties uh, <laughs> high school. High school. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So what he does uh, is just he's got a wee mouse that he's got a name, and he just sacrifices it. Just chucks the one of the teacher's fingers in. I think it is, or one of the wee parasites. Well, it, bear in mind he was about to machete a teacher to death yeah. within three seconds of him being a bit nasty so the fact that he killed the mouse shouldn't be a surprise do you, have you what I noticed at this point I should have noticed it earlier but there are elements of the thing in here as well oh yeah the, this and the the blood test scene and the thing is a total homage to that yeah and as you know how the, the red strands that the, these aliens have got like the, the yeah. thing was just like big wiggly red strands just because they've obviously looked at a thing and went right well that movie is excellent that's done everything right so why change a good formula let's just keep the aliens uh, keep the parasites that kind of same vibe and it works yeah yeah it does work so they, they figure out that the whatever the parasites are they need water to survive they have uh drained the wee mouse dry instantly 
and they figure out that the uh, Robert Patrick said that the old lady, that the shining lady in the shower, she was falling to bits because she was too old for her body to like have enough water in it. That's why the coach is drinking. That's why the wee parasite came back to life when it went in the water. So basically, water is what they need. And his his drugs act as a diuretic. They suckle the water out, so that's why it kills them. Um, so they all have to take the drugs to figure it out because they, they start having a... Is this like a thing as well? To, to think one of them is infected? Yeah, is that, that's that thing? They do, they do the blood thing because... Oh, right, oh yeah, yeah, so, right, this is what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they all need to take the drugs. Now, that's that's a big line, isn't it? In that viral pen. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I guess I'm not asking you personally, but that seems like a big <laughs> fucking amount of powder to sniff up your nose in the one go. Especially when it's made by the guy with the shite hair in his garage. I know. Can't even brush his he's, hair. He's literally just told you it's household shit and caffeine tablets. Aye, that's that's a bold move. Do you take it? If put yourself in the situation, you're the jock. Do you take it? Well, at one point, the one of them ends up getting a gun pointing at every cunt. So I, I probably would just take it. <laughs> so that's what it would take to get you to do shit you don't want to do. Just a yeah. gun. However, cool. I've never sniffed anything up my nose. I don't even like spraying like hay fever sprays up my nose. Like I, I would not enjoy it at all. I'd probably cough and try. choke. Have you ever done the uh, cinnamon test? That's no. what happened to. That's what. That's what I would. That's what happened to me. I don't understand. Did, did you do the cinnamon test? Yeah, Perry made me do it. I don't understand why anyone watched the videos of people doing it and thought that's <laughs> a good idea. No, no, I can no, handle no. it. No, 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 no. Uh, Perry got in quick. He got in before. Uh, like he seen it and I hadn't seen it. And he made me do the test before I even knew what it was. It was like right when it, people were doing it, he got me quick. Did he have a gun to your head? No, but I just thought, I just didn't understand. I thought, I don't like cinnamon. What the hell could happen? <laughs> I did not understand the physical properties of cinnamon at all. <laughs> if anyone has listened and hasn't done the cinnamon test, this obviously it's a it, it, it'll do something. And obviously it's not fun, but I'm alive. I didn't die. Take a spoonful of ground cinnamon and try and eat it in a wani. And film it for us, please. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is one of the twists that I was t- talking about earlier. So obviously Mary Beth's an alien. You know that straight away. If you've not seen it and you listen to this episode, then uh, spoiler. Um, <laughs> but I thought that this is the point where you find out she's the alien, but it's not. She manages to deflect because it turns out that actually Jordana Brewster is infected, which I completely forgot about. Yeah. Um, so, there's so many twists and turns in this film. Yeah. Right? For, for a, a, a teen 90s horror, it keeps you on your fucking toes. Like, even if you think you know what's going on, there's going to be something that swings it again. And that's why this is a five-star movie. There is a Excellent. couple of annoying parts, though. Like, just now, they've, they've got a gun and they're like, fucking shoot her. And the, the ex-boyfriend quarterback's like, I can't shoot her. And Elijah Wood takes a gun. He's like, I can't shoot her. And Clear Deval goes, I'll fucking shoot her. And then misses by fucking every single shot. <laughs> Well, Jordana Brewster just fucking smashes up the chemistry set and knocks off all the all the drugs, just ruining it all. You're like, oh, that's fucking good. And then what, she is, away. She, is she deliberately missing with the gun because she's also infected? No, she's not infected at this point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they go and kind of chase after it, and you see Stan's picked up a croquet mallet, and I'd say that's a Shining reference. See the amount of things that you think are Shining references? Just because something has appeared in the Shining... Doesn't make it a Shining reference. No, I think it is. Because I think there's so many references in this movie that I think it's a Shining reference. However, 
So now we're going. If I if I put a shining reference in earlier, why would you reference the shining twice? Oh, I think I've got another three or four shining references before we get finished. <laughs> <laughs> he wore um, a green jumper. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we this is the the big night of the big football game they've been talking about since the start of the movies happening. So we're back. So everybody's getting infected. Majority of people are infected. They're trying to infect the whole town now. Usher's now the quarterback. He's so he's now the quarterback. No, he's the team captain. Sorry, he's not the quarterback because he's doing tackles. They don't quarterbacks don't tend to tackle, do they? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I watch hey, NFL, but hey, anyone with a serious interest in uh, NFL just died a wee bit there. <laughs> Can't be the quarterback because he does the tackles. <laughs> <laughs> but. High school football and college football, they are a bit more fucking mental because they're trying to impress scouts, so they really go for it. Whereas when they get to NFL, they're like, oh, I'm too precious to play in case I sprain my thumb and be out for four four weeks. Very good, big fucking pussies. Um, But, so you see uh, Usher, because he's been infected, giving some fucking meaty tackles and really, there's a boy twitching on the ground, like dead, and there's nobody coming to, like, um, help. There's no like doctor anything. Surely the other football team, if it's not for the uh, not the, the high school players, the other high school's teachers that have taken the people there would stop and say, fuck this, man, we're out. Like The teachers would go and say to like, fucking Robert Patrick, you guys need to calm the fuck down. But I don't know, because we used to play rugby at school and there was times we would play the other teams where there was definitely, definitely fucking full-grown adults in their team. And we got the ref like, that boy's not in my year. Oh no, he is. It's like, no, he's not. He's got a, he's got a full beard, and his wife and kids are at the side of the park watching him. I know he's definitely in your year, and you just had to put up with it. Fair enough. So maybe, they maybe just think, well, no, because obviously the our team wouldn't just play someone or play people that violent. So this is just the way it's done. Just fucking man up and go on with it. Because they want to win the trophy. Because they're they want to win the trophy. They're obviously not going to, but they're not going to pussy out. All right. Yeah. Um, so our characters go in and they've, they've worked out this plan of kill the queen and that should kill all the parasites and everybody should come back to life that's the plan uh, and they shoot Lilith in the head and then they think they've fucked up they think they've got it wrong and then she comes back to life big gunshot wound <laughs> Mary Beth tries to join in as if she's normal by throwing the, the drugs at Lilith uh, but she's also used the whole supply which leaves them fucked so she's cleared on that on purpose. Yep. Uh, and then Stan, the quarterback, is like, I'll go and speak to them or I'll go and try and... What does he try and do? I can't remember what he tries to do. He tries to go and save the day or something and he goes himself and he, he comes back. with a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he comes back like five minutes later and he's like talking as if, right, come out, come out. And they're like, no, you're being a bit weird. Take the drugs. And he goes to put them up his nose and he just pops it tips him upside down or pops the bottom up or whatever it is and just like tips him out so he's been taken and you're like ah fuck just like that and this is after because Cleo Deval then kisses him before he leaves and then you know just as quick as she thought that she's got somebody to bring her out of her gothic emo ways <laughs> he's taken you say that like she has to be taking out her goth emo ways. Well, that's clearly what happens in nineties movies. If you're a goth, it's because you're unhappy that you, the good-looking footballer doesn't fancy you. That's the only Whereas, thing that make your life good. Whereas in real life, if you're a goth, you still go to the cat house at like forty, like we do. Yeah, here, mate. You're too old to be in here. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, you prick. 
Uh, <laughs> right. So this is when Josh uh, Bad Hair Hartnett meets Famke Jansen out in the school buses. And yep. she starts to come on to him. Now, if Famke started to come on to you, would you stay strong and scatter? Now that means scatter as in give her the drugs, not have some shit play with her. <laughs> or would you just let her turn you into an alien as long as she sucks your dick first? I would take the scat. I decided that this is the way I was going to go. Take the <laughs> scat, get her on the bus, and go to town. <laughs> you would and take the scat like yourself. I would take the scat myself because right. obviously I know I know I'm going to die, but I'm going to go down muffin her <laughs> in the back of the school bus. So if I take the scat, at least I don't, I don't feel it when she starts turning into an alien. But I also I go out happy. Fair enough. I wonder what would happen if you were high on scat and the alien coming in your ear. Would that make the alien high? You know the way that you know that uh, junkies can make their babies high before they give birth. If that, that's a point, actually, why didn't they just all get high? Yeah. Oh man, I can see a, a totally different ending to this. Yeah. Famke still gets muffed <laughs> <laughs> in that ending, but also everyone's high, and then the aliens can't. They can't actually. I keep wanting to say the word possessed. What? What is the word? Infiltrate. We don't think we've got a word. Host. There, there is de- there's definitely a word. And as soon as we start recording this, it'll come to me. I'll be like, you fucking idiot. That's as soon as, obviously as, as soon as you press upload, we'll be told yeah. exactly the word is. Yeah, that's true. Right, whatever the word is, tell us when this comes up. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Josh Hartnett's driving his cool Mustang about the car park, trying to pick up some scat while Famke's climbing in the window. And he drives towards the school bus and he like puts his seatbelt in at the last minute and poof, crashes into the school bus. His car explodes. Yeah. Seatbelt is not going to save you from a fucking explosion. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. It's the 90s. Um, and a nice rubber body comes flying out and flies across. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But we also see that Famke's now got a severed head because her head's crawling about an ob- octopus legs. <laughs> Would you fuck it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, this is just, it gets ridiculous, doesn't it? And this is obviously, this is the scene I was talking about earlier where a uh, very urgent run there, Zeke boy, he runs out, he just looks at her and goes, nah, fuck this shit, man, I'm out. And just nonchalantly jogs away. <laughs> Ugh. Now, we're back in the gym hall with Claire Duval and Mary Beth, and this is where Mary Beth pretty much says, I'm the queen. Uh, punches Mary Beth, uh, punches Claire Duval, and then she's got big, bad CGI octopus arms. Now, they are terrible. However, she then turns into, like, a kind of, I think it's practical effect of, like, a big, you know, like, proper beast octopus alien thing when Elijah Wood comes back in. And it's, that's not too bad. That was the other working title of this film. What? <laughs> big, what was it you said? Big... big. Octopus arms. Octopus arms. <laughs> Aliens, thing. I don't know. Alien, alien thing. <laughs> uh, so they run through the gym hall and then into the swimming pool room that this high school's got. I don't know, did your school have a swimming pool? It did. Did it? Fuck's sake. Yeah. Aye, but it was fucking bogging. Like, <laughs> the shallow end up until about the kind of two to three foot bit was just yellow. Yeah. And it was because folk were pissing in it, and it was just dirty. So when you get in, you'd always be up the deep end, and they'd be like, do, do lengths. And you'd be like, no, I'll do fucking breads, because I'm not <laughs> swimming up into that fucking piss. It didn't help, but obviously we were all pissing in it as well, so we were causing <laughs> it, but it was absolutely vile. That's gross, man. I'm glad my school didn't have a swimming pool. 
we once did a it was a school swimming competition and I'd forgot my shorts so I had to get my mum to bring me in swimming shorts because it was like an actual school wide uh, trophy type thing and my mum brought me in the tightest pair of speedos <laughs> and I, I was in like fucking second year and that's what she brought me I was like are you kidding me on so I still won but I won with an absolute pinger that everybody could see <laughs> <laughs> I've got a memory from uh, nursery where, for some reason, they decided to put paddling pools in a slide outside. And this is that my nursery was in shots. It's fucking freezing, and uh, I didn't. I was too young to realise that I was supposed to bring shots. My parents obviously had forgot to give me shots. I had to use communal speedos for that day. <laughs> Especially for shots. <laughs> communal speedos are one thing, but communal speedos from shots. <laughs> That's different class. Um. So they run through the pool and uh, the alien jumps into the pool and swims super fast because obviously we know that it loves water. It also loves chlorinated water. That doesn't affect it at all. But let's not nitpick here. Yeah, let's not dwell on that. It jumps out of the water, grabs Stokes by the legs and pulls Stokes' Clodeval, pulls her back into the water. But she has 100% no teeth left after that face plant. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it pulls her under the water. Uh, Elijah Wood somehow gets her back, and uh, then the alien turns back into Mary Beth and climbs out the pool. You can see one butt, one silky wet butt. See, <laughs> uh, just the addition of the word silky made yeah. that creepy. No, do you understand what I'm saying? It's like glistening. Yeah, because the water. It was just the word silky. It just it. it Kind of gave me wee shivers. It was like, ah, oh, silky, silky, wet butt. <laughs> um, so we're now in the locker room, and Josh Hartnett appears again. Bad hair Hartnett, and uh, Stokes and Mary Beth are both trying to say, "I'm normal. She's the alien." And Mary Beth walks out from the shadows, uh, but she still shadows over the top, so she's obviously still naked. And you see shadow boobs, and it's also the fact that. She's naked that Josh Batier Hartnett says, uh, you must be an alien because fuck are you naked for? And she's I'm like, so glad that's how you, they reveal that. <laughs> don't you, uh, are you upset by my body? And he's like, no. <laughs> you know? Uh, so they run away, basically. So, yeah, so now we, we figure out Mary Beth's the queen alien and she's going to follow following them around. However, this is one of the things that I've got, I know, a big, big, big annoyance with and I don't know what Robert Rodriguez was thinking in this decision, but when she's walking around the locker room as Mary Beth, naked Mary Beth, but her shadow is a big fucking octopus. Yeah, that yeah, that silly. Just, I know the aliens, not that they're not possible, but you know the, the the idea of a of a host infection and stuff like that is is somewhat possible. The idea that a shadow can appear from nothing is physically impossible. That's that's yeah. changing the laws of physics, and that's a bad bad decision to do that. Is it an homage to Dracula though that the the shadow acts on its own? Uh, well, well, it makes sense or not? It could just be a wee. Here's a thing from famous horror, and let's put it in along with all the other famous tropes and kind of wee nods and homages that we've put in. Not- it could just be that. I am going to accept that and say yes, I'll agree because we have been picking out all the different images all the way through. So, yeah, okay. But I, 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 it, it doesn't make sense. It's silly 
but well, it is a movie about aliens taking over a high school. Just suspend your disbelief and be like, "Fuck it, who cares?" Yeah. Um, she's walking about the locker room talking about how things are better as the alien because she's like the geeky kid turns out to be the good guy and. Uh, the football players are also really smart and the smart kids are good at sport and all this kind of nonsense about how everybody's included and everybody's equal. And, like The world that she's describing didn't exist in the 90s and that's why she, like she's able to say to these kids like come be an alien because it's better. But I believe it does in the 2010s. Certainly more. And it was, it was kind of like explored a wee bit in um, 21 Jump Street when they went back to high school and they were like, because when this is just so daft how it changed. When um, I was in high school, you wore your bag on one strap, and studying was you were a loser if you were into getting good grades. Yeah. And then, like literally in this movie, they go back to high school. Everybody's two strap. Oh no, I'm, I'm giving it. I'm two strap, man. And then it's cool to be smart. Do you know what I mean? This uh, thing changes. So I think it is certainly more inclusive in terms of like there's less division. Um, more equality in 2010s. Not yeah. uh, not online though. Not online. That's where the trolls <laughs> live. And people are dicks online. Uh, the fact that fucking pre-marking that sale, like Ramones tops and geek geek life and geek yeah. love t-shirts. That one thing that used to be so frowned upon. Yeah. And made you bullied back in the day. Now everyone's wearing it. People who can't tell you a Metallica song. Yeah. Or wear a Metallica t-shirt. This is also the reason why you get angry people in their late twenties, early thirties, fucking sh- committing mass shootings. Because all these wee this. dickheads are wearing band t-shirts from bands they've never ever fucking listened to. I highly, highly doubt that is the reason behind school shootings. Well, I think the reason, the cause of school shootings, is the fucking the fact that they're giving everybody guns and don't ban the bastards. I don't think it's because some couldn't wear a Metallica t-shirt and then didn't know the name of Enter Sandman. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? How how honestly how honestly are people supposed to protect themselves if you ban guns? Don't be that's just absolutely daft. Anyway, let's get back to the faculty. <laughs> I know I know you're just trying to provoke me, but I hate you for it. Um so it comes down to Elijah Wood, who was the uh, 90s golden child. Um or golden teenager golden no he was probably about 25 during this movie because he doesn't has never aged um and he comes out to him and he managed to squash the alien behind the bleachers so it's pretty good but he stops to do a cheesy one-liner before he, he stabs the uh, drugs into the alien's eyes um now a question when it dies why does it get this weird shitty cgi white paint effect going over it like we're watching the never-ending story or something I've honestly no idea. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, they probably spent all their budget on sexy Hollywood that they don't have anything left for the the big finale. Yeah, it just there was just it's just shite looking. It's not it's not shite looking, but yeah, it's not it's not the best. It's date as dated. Yeah. Um. So the their theory that if they killed the queen. All the parasites would die and the people who are possessed would come back to being normal again uh, turned out to be true. And my question is, if the parasites connected Famke's head back on, would she be alive afterwards? And the answer is yes, apparently so. A scarf is all you need. <laughs> I don't because, see any, anything illogical with that. I because, see that as science. 
because in this new post-alien world, um, Zeke is now in a school and he's now on the football team and he is also most definitely fucking Famke Janssen. But that reality is she's fucking a student. So she but is. He was held back, so he's actually does older. not does not matter because it's still a position of power. Yeah, it's a position of power. I'd rather <laughs> put me in a position of power. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense, but. <laughs> uh, yes, we also get to see that um, Stan is has fully left the football team, and he seems pretty happy. He's now uh, in a relationship with Stokes, who is no longer a goth because a boy made her happy. See, I took that as. The geek can get the girl, but as in both sexes, so the geeky lassie can get the, the hot guy and the geeky guy can get the, the hot lassie. And that's why this movie's good, because do you know what? At the end of the day, everybody can get anyone. Well, can I uh, can I go back on that and say why this movie is dated? Because it's uh, sexist and unequal? You can, but I'm not going to take it on board. Stokes, my point. <laughs> Stokes, Stokes changed her entire outlook and appearance and you would have to assume music taste to be with Stan, whereas Elijah would still take pictures, and he is probably still a geeky person on the front cover of Alien magazines to get the hit the head cheerleader. So, mm. so Stokes had to change her personality to be with the guy, whereas Elijah Wood got the girl to come to him. No, but sh- uh, it's totally Delilah, it's totally Delilah, sexist. Delilah, sexist Delilah as fuck. Sexist was... as fuck. It's Harvey Weinstein to fuck. <laughs> Delilah was geeky as fuck but was hiding it so all she's done all Delilah's done so she changed to get the guy so the girls need to change to get guys no no she she changed to get the 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 jock and then became herself to get the guy that she liked but I do get with the goth thing that she's changed but maybe that's the way she always was maybe she just seemed like a dark lonely goth because nobody liked her that's the thing though goths and people who Go to Catty or whatever would not agree. It's a way of life, man. That is a way of life. We've lived um, it. Yeah, still live it. Loved it for 29 years and you've <laughs> 49. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's happy endings all round. Excellent. Now, Did wait, you... And uh, uh, you Yeah, uh, Yeah, sorry. It ends as uh, Elijah Wood goes, things sure have changed, haven't they? And then you pull out to see the other jocks terrorising the new Casey or the new Elijah Wood. So they've they've changed, but they haven't. So they've only really changed the main characters, which is kind of true in life. If something happens, you know, every single person is dealing with their own shit. Like, you always think, oh, I wish I want to be like the lead character in the movie. But like, there's so many movies that could happen in the real world that you wouldn't even realise it was fucking happening because you're not involved in it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you when we done Cabin in the Woods we did talk about the faculty reference in that yeah can you remember uh, no the reason Lena told me about it at the time and then she brought it up again when I was watching it that there's a bit in Cabin in the Woods where they talk about obviously everything that they do each year where they do this ceremony and they've only ever had a fail once and it was in 1998 and it was a failure with the chem department uh. they, don't, they don't mention the faculty but it's the faculty because this is the only that, that I can think of and that I've read it's the only kind of 90s 
horror film or teen horror film where everyone survives at the end. So it's as if they failed because obviously in Cabin in the Woods it's meant to be this kind of ceremony where they, they have to die. The, yeah. the joke, the, the virgin. Whereas they all survived in this. And also the drug stopped the aliens. The same in Cabin in the Woods. The guy that didn't get affected was a stoner. So uh, it's yeah. a wee Cabin was a wee reference to the faculty. And when I heard that, I was like, I said to Lena, I was like, shut up, that's not fucking the case. And then when I thought about it and then started Googling it, I was like, shit, that is so interesting and so clever. Like, I really like that Joss Whedon actually put that in because as a horror fan, you then go, fucking hell, man, it's the faculty. And it makes this movie even better than 5 out of 5, 6 out of 5. No, I, I, totally, I totally feel like that because it, it does it does end... Um you know, there's, they don't even do that kind of last minute scare to say like uh, the sequel's coming. You know, even if the yeah. sequel never comes, they don't say that as if it's you know there's still one alien left. You know what I mean? It is. They finished it. They fixed it, and that's it. Move on. And it's just so different from every other movie. So it would make sense that that was a failure. Yeah, I, th- I find that so interesting. That's yeah. why I had to shoehorn it. In. No, I like it. I like it. Um, anything more to say? Do you want my? Nope. Summation and rating. Yes, please. This is still a decent watch. It was a rock star movie at the time, and if you got it in your high school days, then chances are you loved this movie and still do. Good story, meta in places uh, that it takes influence from, whether that be big or small. I love the whole cast, and I think everyone involved does a great job, except a couple of decisions in the third act. That's mainly the shadows that I'm still annoyed at. However, I did enjoy your description of what you thought they could have been referenced to, and that's that's fine. Uh, and the unfortunate ageing of CGI, however, like I said, you cannot blame the movie for that. This is a fun rewatch and a movie that I will watch again. Four huge lines out of five. Um, I'm okay with that. Can I also ask a question? Yes. See, at the end, when um, the credits are coming up and it gives everybody like a wee kind of clip of their movie, uh, a wee scene from them in the movie, and then hits up with their name. Yeah. You know, the main cast. Why does Summer Phoenix get a name credit at the end? She does fuck all in it. I didn't even see I didn't see her name mentioned. But Summer... I, I don't remember actually watching through the credits. Do you know how there's two characters in it? There's like there's a couple that fight each other all the way through. Yeah. And then at the end, like the boy's either spaced out on Scat or he's been possessed by the aliens that he doesn't yeah, react. Yeah. Yep. The girl's Summer Phoenix. Oh, see, I didn't know that. No, I knew that until it came up at the end, and I thought, yeah. "What the fuck is she getting a name credit for?" That's and the boy's John Abrams, who is the, the lead in Scary Movie. Yeah, I recognize, I recognized him. Yeah. But maybe, maybe they got Summer Phoenix on, thinking, right, this this will be the big name if we can't get anyone else. And then when they decided that they would get everybody sexy in Hollywood, Summer Phoenix was just a byproduct, and they were like, "Fuck it, just throw a name at the end, and it'll be fine." I mean. I don't. She was. She's not even really a big name. She's just from a name family. What do you think the link is? Coming into this movie where drugs will kill people. <laughs> Whoa, heavy. <laughs> you know. I mean, <laughs> I've already given my review for this. The five out of five movie. I fucking love the faculty. The Jalen is one of my up there with my favourite horrors. A nostalgic film that I will watch again and again the wee thing from Cabin in the Woods just wee things in it interest me excite me when I hear people talk about the faculty I'm interested I love to hear what people think of the faculty I, 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 I don't see anything bad in it 
I know they're outdated CGI, and I know there probably is a lot of issues that if I wasn't as nostalgically fond as it, eh, fond of it as I am, I could kind of I could fall down a hole and hate parts of it. But as it stands, it's it's too magic that I don't think that'll ever ever happen. Five out of five. I think it is quite good, and I think it's definitely like that nostalgic factor, and it's it is, it is a fun one. It was one of the greats, um, you know, for the kind of mid to second half of my high school years. So I, I can't. All my criticisms through this is just for a reflective purposes for this yeah. for this episode. I will watch it many many more times. It was one of the greats. One of the greats when I was nine. So <laughs> get that, ruin you. Uh, so yeah, it was a faculty, that was another listener pick and the listeners are fucking hitting it out of the park. That's been a lot of good picks recently. Yeah, it seems to be we've, we're getting a lot more um, activity on our social media, certainly the Facebook group and the Flick Chat. There's a lot of people kind of jump uh, being active in there and when it comes to group picks, it's now actually it seems to be serious suggestions of movies people want to hear us talk about rather than Maybe like rather than fucking tentacle anime manga <laughs> porn, just, just to from, get me to yeah, fucking buy it from yeah. friends in real life being widows. I think like, I bought that. I'm still annoyed about it, but I can handle it. If I bought that and that Lindsay Lohan thing, I would. This podcast would have sacked it fucking fifty episodes ago. I bought that Lindsay. Did I not end up with two copies of that Lindsay Lohan thing? But that's a movie that I think eventually you'll start liking because you're a fud. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, so that was the faculty, and I thought I enjoyed it. Excellent choice, Ryan. Uh, was it Ryan that picked? Uh, it was Ryan's suggestion for the it. faculty. Yes. So excellent suggestion, Ryan, and everyone that voted for it. Cheers. Really good. Yes. Uh, so we'll be back after this to close out the show. Moira prides itself on its fast, efficient service. Remember, Moira's is affiliated with... Hello, Moira's. How can I help you? Hello. Hello? Yes, my order was wrong. Yes, you are... Um, there have been complaining. You are just parking there and you're not moving. Yes, yeah, the order was incorrect. So, what, in, what is... You, you gave the order wrong, but we're cooking for you already. Come on, come on. What? You have to take my order again. The total amount for your order... Is one hundred and ninety-two pounds and fifty-seven pence. Please make your way to the second window, and Hello. thanks again for using Moira's. Hello. Deep in the heart of the Moira Valley, Hello. there lies a burger bar, Hello. which serves not only food but dreams. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello. You've calculated my order wrong. Could you just uh, repeat order, please? Two fish suppers. Two fish suppers, please. One large Coke. One large Coke, please. And two large Ben and Jerry ice cream. And two large bacon rolls, please. No bacon rolls. And four bacon rolls. No bacon rolls. Two more bacon rolls. No bacon rolls. Four bacon rolls. How many bacon rolls you are wanting, sir? No we don't have so rolls. much bacons. No bacon rolls. How many? None. None. No more bacon rolls, just 14 bacon rolls. Please make your way to second window, please. Thank you. I hope you can hold the bacon rolls, please. Moira's is one 
for all. The world of Moira's. Hold your back and roll. The wonderful world of Moira's. Enjoy hello, your luncheon. Hello, hello. And thanks a lot hello, for stopping by hello. at Moira's Fast Food Establishment. Hello. So have you been watching anything else in the past the past week or two? Um, I've been trying to do my 31 of October uh, list. I have missed a couple of days, but I'm going to try. I've got a couple. Of, I've got two, three nights. So I'm going to try and just cram some in just to fill up the spaces. But one of the movies I did see was Joker in the cinema, and just to you know to reiterate talking talking about Summer Phoenix earlier on, and obviously kind of making a crass joke about River Phoenix. I love the Phoenix family. I think River Phoenix was amazing, and I think Joaquin Phoenix is outstanding joker is certainly a huge contender for my film of the year 100 and this is the year that midsummer came out i don't think i'll see a better movie than, than joker i want to go back and see it again i'm still thinking about it the soundtrack that they used in it like the, the i'm listening to frank sinatra songs now because it finishes with his <laughs> song sending the clowns at the end it's just so depressing and brilliant i um, um, the score that's in it, the actual the fucking really haunting cello sequences, it's just it really everything about it, just to me is is fantastic. Like, and you know, like like this is this is is DC intellectual property. Okay, that's not really a spoiler. Letting you know that it's that it's a comic book movie as such. The basic the story of the Joker is it's the Batman Joker is in Gotham City, right? That's that's not something that you. That's not a spoiler when you find out. Um, so to think that Heath Ledger's Joker and Joaquin Phoenix Joker is the same character, now uh, there is a lot of different, when you come to comic book stories you've got The, the Killing Joke, which is a great yeah. graphic novel of the Joker's kind of story you've got all the different Batman movies and Batman uh, TV and Batman cartoons and Batman comics so you've got loads of different incarnations of the Joker and there's more people than Heath Ledger's played the Joker, obviously, we're all aware of it, right back through um, uh, Jack Nicholson to the TV guy yeah, who... The, al- the alter one, yeah. Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero, yeah. <laughs> but this, I mean, I'm like, absolute wow, I still can't go over it. What it seems to do is create a real-life scenario of a character who could become... A exaggerated villain. What I would like to see them do, which I don't think they will, is then expand and create a new Batman movie, because when it's like this, this movie is about Joker, right? This, this, so I'm not spoiling mm. anything. However, it is in that world. Okay, so what I want them to do is create a Batman movie in this same universe that they've created for Joker, where Batman Bruce Wayne is not a super bajillion millionaire gadgets big rubber suit flying about fucking grappling hooks and you know being ridiculously over the top cowboy uh, comic book I want to see a real person who is just fucked up that his parents were murdered when he was when he was wee he's got shit tons of money he doesn't know what to do with and he's just out you know thinking he's thinking he's doing right but he's actually just you know a a vigilante himself which vigilantes are obviously against the law like I want, the whole thing about Batman is he never kills anybody. So I want to see this Bruce Wayne grow up, maybe just wear it all black, think, call himself a Batman or whatever, fucking whatever it is to make him do to make him look like a bat, but not wear a cape and a fucking daft suit and just go out and fucking shoot some what he thinks are bad guys. 
you know, something like that. A really dark character uh-huh. study. I would think that would be amazing. I, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not seeing Joker. I'm excited to see it. And with what you're saying, you sound quite speechless in parts of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if the Batman thing would work because yeah. the Joker's always a bad guy. So no matter how bad you make him, he's always a bad guy. There's not kids out there that love the Joker. If there are, then the kids are going to be fucked up later in life anyway. But I think if you then made a bad Batman, it would kind of ruin all the good that Batman's done over the years for kids and in, in, in movies. I, I don't think folk would believe a bad Batman, whereas they'd believe a fucking horrible Joker. But yeah, I suppose know. I suppose that's true. It kind of it makes me think of a, a bloody disgusting um, review that I read today that was shared in the podcast under the stairs group. And when you read through it, there is one, and it's to try. They were trying to decide whether or not Joker was a horror movie. Had they ultimately decided in this review that it was a horror movie because of different factors? But they talked about how because of the intellectual property of what it is, people automatically think it's like a comic book movie, which is, compl- again, completely different from horror. He says, what if it was a an origin story of a, of a janitor called Fred Krueger who killed a bunch of kids and then it ended with the parents of Elm Street kicking his fucking head in and killing him? Would you call it a horror? Because you know who Freddy Krueger is. Because you ultimately say that that's a horror movie. And I thought I would love to see that movie That'd be excellent. <laughs> Wouldn't it? How good would that be? However, in the same view, I don't think people would enjoy watching a bunch of kids getting killed. But if you make them teenagers, <gasps> make them teenagers, fucking definitely do it. If they're teenagers, though, then the parents are going to be too old for then Nancy and that to be the ones that eventually get in an 8 million. Yeah. You couldn't hit. You imagine like a guy just walking about fucking stabbing kids, like eight year old kids. You'd never, you'd never get a uh, BBFC rating. Why? Would that be a movie you would want to go see though? Because who who are you supporting in that movie? The kids are dying, you can't support them. The main guy is a paedophile murderer, so you can't support him. You're leaving that movie with no one good. Yeah. I mean, would you could you see the vigilante parents are good guys in it? Or are they just revenge driven? Yeah, they're just, just revenge driven. Mm. Anyway, so Joker was good then. Joker was amazing. My main takeaway from that, and it fills my heart with fucking love and warmth and happiness, is that your top 10 this year potentially could contain 10 movies that you've actually fucking seen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well, you know, first time forever. Uh, So here's hoping you watch another eight films. (laughs) And we don't have a repeat of uh, a hanker like that movie, so number three. Yeah, fuck it. It better, it better be the case. I swear to God, if you do it again this year, we're done. The thing is, well, we'll wait and see. <laughs> you never know how much it'll go. Uh, so yeah, catches on the flick chat, as Scott said, or on Instagram, or on Twitter, or on the Facebook group. Activity has flown just now. We've got a an, a cracking wee group of people that are all socialising. Uh, and it's excellent. Yeah, it's getting so so active that sometimes we don't even need to get involved. Yeah. Which is strange. Usually they're like, oh, I've got to try fuel this, but now you can just go on and go, yeah. do you know what? I don't need to take part in that conversation. 
or do you know what? I really need to shoehorn my feelings in this one. Yeah. It's usually about a Team Scott, Team Liam thing because mm. I am adamant. But also, at the end of the year, also, be in Team Scott. Also, all uh, listeners do be aware that we do see everything and we appreciate every activity that you put in our group. I just can't wait to the time that we get so famous that we need to start saying, right, guys, uh, stop fighting with each other, please. <laughs> Which it's is never, it's, it's not never actually happened. Happen. It's never happened yet, which is um, which has been quite good so far. Yeah, but I fucking love the drama. <laughs> I, I I want folk to go call uh, Colleen Rooney and whatever her name Vardy is that's, off that's, in this shit. That's what we're saying. People online yeah. are dicks. There is there has to be, there has to come a point where there'll be stuff in our Facebook group where people that we've been friends with for a long time will start talking, and then there'll be just be an argument somewhere, and we just need to be like. Oh man, because I'm not prepared to step in to deal with that shit. That's, that's when we need to hire staff, moderate. <laughs> We're definitely getting well ahead of ourselves now. <laughs> yeah. that's it. For anyone listening, this is just because we beat 2018 total downloads. So now our heads are fucking huge and we think that we are the second coming of Prince. That's literally the biggest person I could think of that, for yeah. that second. Which is odd. Uh, the group places itself. You sometimes get the folk that come in and they'll say something, and they obviously don't listen to the episode, and then they, they, they then get ashamed and they disappear. So just yeah. listen to the episodes, come in, talk to us, give us ratings, reviews, all five star. Somebody else gives a four star review in iTunes. What, know, what does know, it, what I'll it find take, out who you are. What does it take to give a four star? I mean, how can it? What I mean, you see the five five or bust like. If you're going to say we're shite, just to, just to listen to us and go away, why why four stars? Just <laughs> do five. Why doesn't it hurt you to do four? Well, listen to us. We, we got a couple of more downloads than we did last year, and we think we're fucking pimp daddies. Yeah. I would, get, I would give us one star just to I'd fucking give us, I'd take give us, us down a peg or two. We've, we've literally <laughs> been gibbering, gibbering shite for the last 20 minutes. Oh, this, <laughs> is must... a fucking long, this is a long episode. <laughs> So we've missed a week because of the bit of a break. Now yeah. you have a, a hundred plus minute episode to get through. So yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but enjoy it. Don't enjoy it. Just fucking listen and download it and then five star. So five star. Do it. Do it now. Then go buy a t-shirt. People are still looking sexy. Bill put a, a photo up of him eating a, a... How do I never get that fucking word? What is it called when you amputate an amputated arm? Or a severed, a severed, <laughs> severed arm. Severed arm. Yeah. Severed arm. Fucking hell, man. Uh, eating a severed arm. And oh, Jamie got one. He was wearing it tonight to the cinema. Yeah. Uh, keep buying the t-shirts, man. You just look sexy. It's true. Anything else? Uh, no, I think I'm spent. Uh, so episode 111 will be next week, hopefully, and it's my pick. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Uh, and I'm going to tell you what it is as soon as we click stop on the recording. So oh, can... I can't wait. I'm shivering with anticipation. <laughs> you fucking should be. <laughs> uh, so we'll see you guys for episode 111 next week. Peace. Catch you.